Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. We've talked a lot this season already about the failures of the bottom six. We've talked some about the success of the top six, the star players for the Pittsburgh Penguins once again carrying the load and you know, for good reason. Those have been the main storylines as the season has gone along. But the one thing we haven't addressed is something that was a main story heading into the offseason, kind of faded into the back during the summer, and it's kind of faded into the back to this point as well. I know a couple of people have mentioned it, a couple of people have brought it up, but that's the goaltending. We're two weeks into the season and haven't really done a deep dive into what we've seen so far primarily from Tristan Jari because Alex Nedeljkovic has only played in one game so far with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So let's start with Tristan Jari, and we'll talk a little bit about Alex Nedeljkovic here at the end of this episode. But I've noticed that a lot of people are unhappy with Jari's performance, and there's parts of his game that I've been unhappy with as well because on the surface, it looks that way. You're 100% correct if you're unhappy with what you've seen from Tristan Jari on the surface. Again, he's 1-3-0 on the season. That's not a good record. He has an 892 save percentage, which is far below the NHL's average. And he's allowed four goals in, in back-to-back starts now. That was against Detroit midweek last week, and that was against St. Louis over the weekend. Certainly not the numbers you want to see from a starting goaltender that you just gave a five-year contract extension to that makes over $5 million against the salary cap every single season. However, when I look at his performance a little bit closer, when I go back and I watch those games, I do see a lot of positives and I see a lot of growth from what we saw last year for Tristan Jari. A lot of the goals that he's given up, specifically in the last two games, which are his two worst performances and the reason that his numbers are where they're at. A lot of the goals he's given up are due to horrendous breakdowns defensively in front of him. Let's walk through his four starts to this point of the season really quickly. Because last year, he was 4-0-1 to start the year. It was his best start out of the gates in his career. 
and it all crumbled. This year, 1-3-0, and 892 save percentage. Let's walk through his first four starts. Season opener, opening night against Chicago. He looked really good for the first two periods of play. He looked extremely good through the first two periods of play. Made a couple of big saves, made sure the Penguins were leading going into the third period. And then when I look at both of those third period goals, they came from similar areas. Right in the slot, directly to the left of Tristan Jari. Maybe like 80 degree angle from where Tristan Jari is in the crease. But they were allowed into the slot, basically a free shot at Tristan Jari. One of them was a one-timer that got to that position. That was the game winner on a completely lucky bounce for the Chicago Blackhawks. And the other one was a pass from behind the net right out to the slot and nobody was there. So yes, would you like to, to see him make one of those saves? Yeah, but at the same time, it's not a good place to be allowing a shot from. So okay, those two goals in the third period, you could... Put it on the defense, you could put it on Jari, but at the end of the day, eh, they're tough shots to save. You'd like him to save them, but they're tough shots to save. At Washington in his second game, shutout. No notes, right? No notes. He shuts out the Washington Capitals on their season opener, and he made a couple of pretty big saves throughout that evening as well. So there you go, Washington. Let's get to last week then. At the Detroit Red Wings, as we've talked about, the third pair pairing for the defense completely shut down they did nothing to help out Tristan Jari in that game and it led to the majority of the goals that he allowed to the Detroit Red Wings the first goal I mean Chad Ruedel gets a bad bounce the Red Wings forward basically skates right around him even though he tried to physically hit him and then P.O. Joseph just doesn't play the pass and it's an easy tap-in that happened on Several occasions in that game. That's on the defense. That's not on Tristan Jari at that point. And let's not forget that once they went down 4 to nothing, Tristan Jari, despite the fact that, you know, the forwards did their job, Tristan Jari made the saves when he needed to, and he didn't allow another goal, and that's why they got back into that game at 4-3 to until they pulled Jari and they gave up the empty netters. So again, defense in front of him leading to majority of those goals. They were tap-in goals for the Red Wings. And then there's Saturday, where Mike Sullivan, I thought, wanted to make all 20 players walk home from St. Louis because none of them performed well. Okay, I'll, I'll take that back. Third line performed well, and Evgeny Malkin had a five-minute you know, little glimpse of performing well in the first period. Other than that, nobody showed up against the St. Louis Blues, and part of that was also Tristan Jari. It easily could have been more out of hand, though, because I thought... If you look at all four of these games, the game against the Blues was the one where Jari was tested the most. He was given the most work to do against the Blues. We know why. I talked about it on Iceberg Recap. You've seen Mike Sullivan talk about it. You've seen everybody talk about it over the past two days. Way too many odd man rushes. Way too many two-on-ones. Three-on-ones on some occasions and three-on-twos pretty much throughout the entire evening. And yet... The Penguins were still somewhat in the game. You had the feeling like, okay, they could turn this around, whether that be because they almost did it from down 4-1 to one on Wednesday against the Red Wings, or just simply because they were, for the most part, controlling the pace of play in that game, and Tristan Jari was standing on his head at moments, 
keeping them within two goals for the majority of that game. Now, he's still struggling to make the timely save, and that's where we are at in this you know chron- chronology of his first four games. The fourth goal against St. Louis is something that he's done a couple times this season, and he's done throughout his career. He's given up a, a goal at the exact wrong time. And I don't know if that's something that can be fixed, but that is certainly something that the Penguins need him to fix going forward. Because that's my biggest issue with Tristan Jari so far. He can only hold the dam so long, and when he allows it to burst, it seems like it's just as the Penguins are closing in on whether you know, tying the game or getting back into the game or taking the lead, that's when he seems to just just not be able to hold down the fort anymore. And again, it might be a timing thing. It might be happenstance, but that's my biggest issue with Tristan Jari so far this season. But overall, I think the numbers don't tell the story correctly. I think his performance, eye test wise, in my opinion, for the most part has been that of a good goaltender, not that of a Vesna caliber goaltender. Cause I don't think anybody's mistaking Tristan Jari for somebody who should be competing for the Vezina this season, but certainly a goaltender that is more than capable of being the driving force behind a team being able to perform and make it to the postseason. It's going to be huge with this team now for him to be able to make the timely save. And that's something that I'm going to keep an eye on moving forward because while yes, I would say he had two good games and two games that were bad, but again, not much help in front of him. I think you need to see him start to, at the very least, make that timely save. That's going to be the most important thing for him moving forward because when you look defensively, they haven't given up a large quantity of opportunities, have the Pittsburgh Penguins. Currently, they're fifth in the NHL in expected goals allowed per 60 minutes. It's very good. They're eighth in the NHL, in shots against per game. Again, good numbers defensively. The problem is, is while they're not giving up a large quantity of looks, when they do give looks up, they're pretty quality. Look at the Chicago game. In the third period, what two goals tied the game and eventually won the game for the Chicago Blackhawks? Goals right in front of Tristan Jari on one-timers. Nobody contesting him. Nobody in front of the net to block the shot. And Jari has to make the save moving left to right. And then you look at game against Red Wings. Where are those goals coming from? They're tap-ins. They're tap-ins because the defense is not able to stop the pass from going cross-crease. The defense isn't able to beat out their man in front of the net. There are opportunities like that. You look at St. Louis, 3-on-2, 2-on-1, all of this. We've talked about it ad nauseum at this point. But when you look at the quality looks... That's where you need Tristan Jari to be at his best because it's not going to be very many, right? Saturday was one game against the Blues. That's supposed to be the exception and not the rule when they give up that many quality looks. So when you look at the numbers, they haven't given up a lot of opportunities, but they've given up some pretty good opportunities. You need Tristan Jari to be able to, when he is challenged, because it's not happening very often to start the season. But when he is challenged, you need him to stand up to the challenge. With that said, I know I said I'd talk about Alex Nedeljkovic a little bit. I'd like to see Nedeljkovic get 
a start this week. I'd kind of like to see Alex Nedeljkovic get multiple starts this week. And that's not due to Tristan Jari's performance up to this point. But that's due to what you need to do if you're the Penguins to set this team up for success at that position throughout the remainder of the season. Maybe tomorrow you see Alex Nedeljkovic go up against the Dallas Stars because the last time Nedeljkovic played in a game was nine days ago against the Calgary Flames. It's the only game he's played in all season long. He had 34 saves on 36 shots. He looked really good. He got the win. And as of right now, he's in the good graces of everybody in Pittsburgh. But the Penguins have played two games in those past nine days. You give them both to Jari because you're not playing a lot of hockey. You need your starter to start to gain momentum early in the season. I get that. This week it changes. For the next seven days after today, the Penguins play a game every other day. Their entire four-day or four-game homestand is an every other day kind of thing. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then the following Monday before a four-day break while they head out on their California road trip. I would like to see Alex Nodelkovich play two of those games. And to be completely honest, I'd like him to specifically play on Tuesday night against the Dallas Stars. Then I'd like to see him play against the Anaheim Ducks. I want to see more of Alex Nodelkovich. I want to see if the Pittsburgh Penguins have a 1A, 1B situation, or if they have a steadfast starter-backup combination. The Penguins need to figure that out. And I think Tristan Jari would best be suited if it's a 1A, 1B. But you need to figure that out at this point of the season because we all know the one main problem with the Pittsburgh Penguins and their goaltending situation was they over-relied on Tristan Jari over the past couple of seasons. And when Casey DeSmith... Stepped in for him. He isn't able to handle the starter load. If everybody's worried about Tristan Jari's health, it's best if you continue to get him on a decent workload and not use him as the workhorse. For that to happen, you have to know what you have. And Alex Nedeljkovic has played one game in two weeks. You got to get him some action here, especially as the season starts to ramp up and you start to play more games more frequently so you know what you have going into that part of the schedule. But that's that's my thoughts two weeks in on the goaltending situation. I think Tristan Jari's been okay, hasn't been stellar, but also hasn't been as bad as a lot of people are making it out to be. A lot of people like to look at the numbers and like to make their decisions solely based on that. That's not analyzing anything. You got to put together the numbers, what you've seen, and what is going on around that person. And I think that what's going on around Tristan Jari is a lot of grade-A opportunities. And I think that Tristan Jari has handled it fairly well for the most part. Last two games might not say that, but I think in general, it has. Also, again, I'd like to see more of Alex Nedeljkovic because he looked good in that one start. But that's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.